Hey everyone, welcome to the Forever and Athlete podcast. This is Eric, author of the Forever and Athlete program, which is available on Kindle and Amazon uh, paperback. And today we're just going to talk about building self-reliance, uh, part two, uh, part deux, if you will. And this is all about um, really how can we build a sense of empowerment and ownership in our days and in our just life if things go bad. And I think that's a key part of what we learned from 2020 and 2021 is that everyone wants to feel a little bit more um, in control or have a little bit more ownership for their health and a sense of well-being. And that's why I think this this is important to talk about how to build self-reliance and how to build durability. My book talks a lot about building physical durability, emotional durability um, from the standpoint of like the physical uh, training aspects and the injury prevention aspects. And that carries forward to self-reliance in life, uh, how to stay optimized in terms of your planning and how to um, challenge yourself on a day-to-day basis, but really be prepared um, for stuff that may happen. And so for part one through five, part one, which was number one through five, I talked about self-reliance tip. Uh, Number one was planning the day. Number two, eat nutrient-dense foods and hydrate. Number three is... um, avoid manufactured foods and eat more natural foods. Number four is mastering cooking six different go-to meals. And number five is learning survival skills and carrying equipment associated with survival. And that that's a, another big topic. I just kind of touched on it. But number five um, connects right into number six, which is uh, what I'm going to start with today, which is packing a to-go bag um, that contains backup food, water, clothing, and also your survival gear. So their survival gear is going to be some fire starters. It's going to be a knife. It's going to be an emergency blanket, betadine, um, athletic tape or duct tape with gauze, um, probably some aspirin uh, in case. Um, You can also carry some kind of water purification which could be just betadine, um, I'm sorry, um, iodine tablets. And also the non-perishable food is key. So sardines I love uh, for me and my dog, dried fruits. You can do little um, pouches of nut butters to go um, almond butters and stuff. I like dried fruits and I like some bars, uh, maybe a Cliff Bar or RX Bar. Some of those won't won't stay, they'll they'll eventually be perishable, Um, but I do like this high calorie content and all of these survival um, items in my to-go bag. And my uncle always talked about having his to-go bag for uh, the opportunity to go hiking or sailing. And so I I carry it a little further. I have some of my survival items in there. And for the the to-go bag for hiking and sailing, you can have extra base layers. You can have a fleece, a rolled up fleece. You can have definitely a good fleece or wool hat or extra socks. Um, So it's still kind of a day pack size that you have in your car or right in your closet that you can grab and it's already prepared, you know, so you don't have to think and search about search stuff. Maybe you just throw in another jacket or a rain covering or whatever, but you're not searching and hunting for things. You already have things available. Um, You already have, you know, key survival things. Uh, fire starter, knife, water, trail mix, backup food, which is like a tuna or sardines, compass is key, extra tape, and another extra kind of backup water. 
So that is my number six for building self-reliance. Go to bag to go bag with your survival uh, kit in it and also clothing, water, food. Number seven is observe and absorb nature. I think we've been, uh, I like this because I like getting into nature and, and, and being focused on, you know, clouds and the fronts and weather fronts and wind and wind direction. And um, from an evolutionary standpoint, we had to be as humans connected to the seasons, growing seasons, uh, rainy seasons, the tides, storm seasons, storm fronts, uh, snow, you know, um, hot, dry seasons. And I think we're in such a, a world of digital overload that we've forgotten that, you know, just get, get out and observe nature and absorb it. And you, you'll feel a sense of um, connection again, I think, at least I do. I like walking in woods and observing stars and going for even small hikes and trying to pick out birds and listen. And there's enormous uh, power and beauty in, in being in nature. And you can go with a friend or a dog or just by yourself. And it can be a local hike. Uh, I like getting into deeper mountain hikes also. Uh, I think this is super important for de-stressing and getting away from the phones for uh, that, you know, people are overloaded with this constant phone and digital pressure. Uh, that's my number seven. Number eight is building skills that are tangential to your career. And that just means, uh, you know, you have your career, you always want to build those skills. But are you also able to do other things and kind of shift if something happens to your industry or to your job or whatever? Can you shift a little bit and bounce into something, something different? You know, I think of a friend who's um, kind of in computer peripherals, storage, computer storage, but he's really good at building houses and framing and um, that kind of stuff. Um, additions and kitchens and tile work. That's a great thing to do on the side. I like doing furniture, rehabbing furniture. Um, I've had different jobs and I like I like writing. Of course, I wrote a book about uh, this Forever and Athlete program, but I like um, getting my hands dirty on on rehabbing old pieces of furniture. As, as a secondary kind of skill set and then figure out how to be able to sell your stuff, market your stuff. You know, there's some great, couple great platforms out there, Etsy for your furniture or for your craft item or something that you make from scratch. Then you have your collectible stuff is, is can be sold on eBay or your old items, tools and whatnot. And on Amazon, you can do a book and you can do a million other things. Those are just some thoughts uh, for building skills that are tangential to your career. That's number eight. Uh, number nine, I talk about regular physical challenges that can be anything in your in your skill level. You know, whether it's longer walk or hill walks, um, whether it's getting in the pool uh, more and doing a little bit more kicking or a little more laps. It can be hiking, longer hikes. It can be weight training, a little bit more weights or a little bit more challenging supersets or explosive sets or heavyweight or more sets all in all. I like the physical training aspect because it increases our tissue tolerance and increases, increases our pain thresholds, helps with disease prevention and it works wonders on just mental toughness. Also, there's a social com component, you know, during the whole lockdown thing when gyms were closed forever and ever, I think the social thing hurt people the most because you go to the gym, you connect with people, you see what they're doing, I don't know, they're playing, working for a sport or they're work, working to come off an injury or they're, or they're just in, in general stressed out and they're just working out to just avoid the stress or working out. Uh, it helps, helps, to, helps with your sleep. 
It helps with a whole host of other things. It makes you feel good and then your body's tired and you fall asleep better, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, that is attacking regular physical challenges. And whatever your level is, just push it a little bit more. And that's a big part of my book, The Forever and Athlete Program, talks about this. And number 10, talk about spending time outdoors and focusing on deep breathing, some deep breathing skills. Um, that's a, a resilience practice that helps you kind of connect to nature again, but also maybe at the end of the day, try to um, downshift from things, trying to be uh, looking up at the sky, see some stars, getting rid of the, the glow, the uh, incessant glow of, of phones and computers, et cetera, et cetera. Can you connect to nature and, and do five deep breaths with five long exhalations for de-stressing and then just um, you know, finalizing your day on a good note. So that is my building self-reliance, uh, part two, which contains the number six through 10. So number six is packing it to go bag with backup food, water, clothing, which also contains survival gear, which would be something like base layers, fleece jacket, trail mix, tuna, sardines, extra water, Definitely, definitely knife, fire starter, compass, tape, first aid kit, small first aid kit, duct tape, and um, water purifier. Number six. Number seven is observe and absorb nature, um, which is just getting out and observing, <laughs> observing um, what's around you in terms of uh, weather patterns or in terms of just anything that has to do with nature. Uh, number eight build skills that are tangential to your career and figure out what other things you like to do or maybe make a little money at. Have those already on the side, ready to go in the event you have to tap into those. Number nine, regularly uh, push yourself physically in the gym or on walks or yoga or swims or your own workouts or hikes, anything. Number 10, the final resi resilience practice is spending time outdoor with deep, deep breathing and connecting with Kind of your larger purpose here so that's my part two for building self-reliance um i hope you guys enjoyed and uh just rehashing number one through five it was planning the day eat nutrient-dense foods and hydrate avoid manufacturing foods and replace them with uh, whole uh, fresh foods um, things that come from nature master cooking six different go-to meals uh, and then learning survival skills and having the necessary equipment on hand in the event you need them. Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and be well, everybody. See ya.